so glad to see you here today, and I know we've got some visitors with us this morning, and we are super excited uh, that you are here. Um, we believe that visitors are God's gift to us, and so we want to make sure that uh, you feel loved today, and we just special shout out and a whole bunch of love to all of our mothers here. Uh, today I want to share a passage of scripture with you that comes from uh, the psalm, Psalm chapter 46. Uh, you can follow along with me uh, with your Bible on our screen. If um, you use a phone for that, you are certainly welcome to use that as well. Uh, psalm chapter 46, and again I'm going to read verses 1 through verse 3. Hear the word of the Lord. God is our refuge and strength, an ever-present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth give way, and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though the waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging. God is our refuge and our strength, an ever-present help in time of need. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Almighty God, we are thankful for this day. It's the day that we set aside to honor our mothers. And Lord, we know that there are mothers who have been a part of our lives who weren't, in fact, our mothers. But they were people who poured into us and people who taught us and people who helped us. And so, God, today we not only honor a motherhood, but we honor that spirit of motherhood. So God, we pray a big, huge, God-sized blessing on all our mothers and our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers today. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. I believe that most of us are experiencing the, the crunch, the, the crunch of life. I believe that there are a lot of us probably sitting right here in this room today that we... Um, are experiencing some level of change and maybe even some chaos. And as we look at our world, the world around us, uh, we look at it and we realize that there are some things that used to be commonplace for us that are no longer the norm. Amen? Parts of your life, parts of your family, parts of your uh, situation maybe in which you look and, and maybe you, like me, are starting to feel the, the pressures of just living. Anybody feeling any pressures today? Any crunch going on in your world? Some of you are smiling, so maybe you feel that. See, there are times in our lives when there, the turmoil that we find ourselves in, sometimes it may be good stuff. Most of the time, maybe it's the negative stuff. But we feel the, the crunch. And, and today, I want us to take a look at the, the psalm. And I want us to maybe look at our lives and look at our circumstances, look at the task ahead, uh, the, what we've been called to, uh, your work, your family, whatever it is. And I want us to be able, when we leave this place today, is to be able to remember and maybe to say, God is my refuge and my strength. Isn't that the message for all of us? Isn't that what every believer, what every follower of Jesus Christ, that we, isn't that the message that we should say and sing, that God is our refuge and our strength? I want you to say that with me. God is our refuge 
and our strength. I asked um, Adam to sing that, uh, to take a very old hymn and to modernize it so that we could sing it today. The reason I did is it's my very favorite hymn of all the hymns. A Mighty Fortress is Our God. I love that hymn. Now, I said that this morning, and people after church came to me and said, why in the world would you like that hymn more than all the other hymns? Well, it was written by Martin Luther back in 1526. And it was written during a time in his life and in the life, in his country's life, in which there were, it was chaos and there was turmoil and the future didn't look so bright. And, but they, in fact, there was a battle going on. The Turkish army was trying to uh, break into Vienna and to start ruling that area of the world. And at, when they were able to push the Turks back, as they were retreating, Martin Luther penned those words in my favorite verse. Can I read it to you today one more time? It's verse 3 of this great hymn. I love it. This is what it says. And though this world with devils filled should, tre- should threaten to undo us, we will not fear, for God hath willed his truth to triumph through us. The prince of darkness grim, we tremble not for him. It makes me want to sing it, but y'all don't want to hear that. His rage we can endure. For lo, his doom is sure. One little word shall fail him. One little word shall fail him. There's been a lot of talk about that. what that one little word might be. I, I would suggest it's Jesus. I would suggest that It's Jesus, that in the darkness of life, in the chaos of the world around us, in the troubles that we face, that Jesus is, in fact, our refuge and our strength. You see, when Martin Luther penned that word, that song, it was all, it was because of the influence of that Psalm 46 that we read this morning. So I want to ask you a question today. Where do you get your strength from? When when the world around you seems to be crashing down upon you, when you think and you look at your life and the uncertainty of our our world, where is it that you would find refuge? You see, sometimes we don't look for our strength or our safety or a refuge in Jesus, do we? See, a lot of times we we try to... um, Go about life on our own. That's hard, isn't it? Trying to figure out your own problems, trying to endure the world, trying to raise a a family, trying to pay the bills, trying to get a job and keep a job. At times, when we try to do this whole world on our own, it can be a world full of trouble, can it? Where do you find your strength? Where do you find your refuge? See, that's the the question for today. You see, I, I believe more than ever that God is still God. 
Do you know cancer's not God? Money's not God. The government's not God. Divorce is not God. But God is God. Yahweh is still God. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob still rules over the world. And when we seek Him, we will find Him. And he will provide for us that sense of peace, hope, and strength, refuge. This morning, as we kind of break open this uh, scripture of Psalm 46, I want to share with you three things that this scripture is to help us understand that God is our refuge and our strength. The first one that I want you to see this morning is that God is on your side. Amen. God is on your side. You know, many of us, we have this picture of a judgmental God. Do you know anybody like this? Maybe it's you. And we believe that God is seated up in heaven somewhere on this big golden throne, and he's looking down upon us, and he's trying to, he's looking for all the things that we do wrong. And he's judging us. And so many people have this picture of God as a God who is always about judging us. Well, let me tell you that there is a day of judgment coming. There's no doubt about that. But right now is a day of grace. And I want you to hear very clearly that God is on your side, that he can be your refuge. You know what a refuge is, right? It's a safe place. It's a, it's a sanctuary. It's a place where we can go to get away from the struggles. It's a, a place of, of peace that we oftentimes need see where is your refuge come from do you have that place in which you can go to you see it's easy for us to to look at the physical world and see places that are refuge but how do we look at God and how is it that we can see God as our refuge I think uh, we can look towards David can't we David, you remember King David? Uh, there were many times in his life when there were people that were pursuing him and they were trying to literally kill him, to take his life from him. And, and yet David uh, always looked to God to be his refuge and his strength. I want to read uh, what David said. David said this, My salvation and my honor depend on God. He is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to Him, for God is our refuge. How do we make God our refuge? How do we do that? How do we take someone that we cannot see and make Him the place where we find peace and security? How do we do that? You know what we do? We just ask him. That's what David did. David cried out to God in his David's prayer, David's cry was that God that you will be my refuge, God that you will be my protector, that God that you will uh, intervene on my behalf in the world. And David would oftentimes find himself, we read it all through the scriptures and all through the Psalms where David would just cry out to God and say, "God, I need you." intervene on my behalf. Have you got any areas in your life today that which you need God to intervene? 
Any of you having a hard time making ends meet and you need God to intervene? Any of you having a hard time finding a job or keeping a job and you need God to intervene? Any of you this morning uh, have some family situations and circumstances in your life in which you need God to intervene? You see, what we do so many times is we, um, we try again to go on with life and to do it all on our own. You know, it's foolish really to do that. We, we work really hard trying to make our way and, and trying to work out life on our own. And, and when we get to the very end, you know, when we've had enough and we can't go anymore and it's just too big for us to handle, then we cry out to God. But what would happen if we changed that? What would happen if we flipped that and we decided that we were going to cry out to God first? What would happen if we begin to change and say, God, I'm going to give you this before I even start messing with it. Because, God, I'm going to mess it up. And, God, I'm going to say the wrong thing. And, God, I'm going to do the wrong thing. And I'm going to pursue the wrong thing. God, I need you. To give me strength to intervene for me. I want you to know this morning, with beyond a shadow of a doubt, that God is on your side. The truth of the matter is, is the scripture is true and we believe it is, amen, that God is waiting for us to ask him to be a part of our situation. He's waiting on us to say, God, I need you. God, I want you. God, I need you in this circumstance. God, I need you in this situation. And cry out to God because he's on your side. He's not only on your side, he's by your side. Isn't that wonderful? That you don't go through life alone that you don't walk this out on your own. I love what the words of the Apostle Paul, where he would cry out to God. He said, for when I am weak, he is strong. I love what the Apostle Paul said, that God would come in the midst of his weakness and our weakness, and that he was able to do in Paul's life and in the world around Paul. Even in Paul's greatest weakness, God would show up, and his weakness would become a strength. And Paul said, I boast in my weaknesses. I boast in them because I know that when I am weak, God will show up and he'll take my weakness. He'll make them strong. Weak areas in your life today. Any weaknesses that you have in which you, you need God to uh, maybe give you strength for the day to give you strength for that which he's called you to do, to give you strength to go forward in life. These areas in your life, so you can know that God is not only for us, he's not only on our side, but he walks beside us. And in those deep, lonely, dark moments, he gives us strength when we're weak. As I was thinking about Mother's Day, I obviously thought about my own mother, my grandmother. I just, as many of you know, we just buried my grandmother a few months ago, and I was thinking about her. And I was reminded of one of the most, um, one of my greatest memories right now of her 
is one day when I would go and visit my grandmother, she would uh, oftentimes ask me to go with her to um, my, the grave where our family is buried, the cemetery where our family is buried. And she, she believed that it was her duty um, to make sure that that area was kept tidy and clean and that new flowers were put out and gravestones were cared for and oftentimes when I would come she would invite or ask me to go with her and as the eldest grandson you know what you do when your grandmother tells you to do something you say yes ma'am and you go do it that's what you know and so I'd go and I remember we were out there and we um my, my mother's buried there and my uh, her brother uh, Danny Joe is married there and there's members of our family all around and she's got the flowers and everything that we need to make to tidy things and clean things up and as we get there and as we're walking uh, to the where they where my mother is buried I remember my grandmother reached down and she clasped my hand she had a very very deep and strong faith and that was what had te- carried her through life she was a, a depression baby she was, man, she could, she could split a penny ten different ways. You, you know those kind? I mean, she was the most frugal. Frugal is maybe too nice. She was just tight. I mean, she was just tight. I mean, she could, she could make anything last, and she could cook out of nothing. I mean, she was just a brilliant lady. And that's where we're going towards the, the grave, and she clasped my hand and I, I i can't remember it the way she did and she when she quoted it it was in king james this is going to be in the new international version and i want you to picture she grabs my hand we, we walk towards the grave and she says do you not know have you not heard the lord is the everlasting god the creator of the ends of the earth He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. And she points at my mother's tombstone, which are written these words. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength They will soar on the wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. There are times in our lives. There will be times in your life in which the only strength and the best strength that you can have is a supernatural strength in which God provides. You ever been there before? Where you don't know how you've made it through the death of a loved one? Or how you've made it through a season in which it was hard to make ends meet? Have you ever been in those moments where you just don't know how you made it through? I want you to know this morning... That God is not only on your side, that God is by your side. And it needs to be the song of every believer that God is my refuge and God is my strength. 
He is the ever-present help in times of need. God is on your side. God is by your side. And thank God, God gives us peace on the inside. There are those moments, you know, again, where you look back and you go, I don't even know how I made it through this. How did it work out? How did, I, how, did it, how did this happen? How did I walk through that season? And, and we look back and there was something that happened that we not only had this strength, but we also had this inner peace in order to walk through the other side. How do we get, how do we receive that peace? You know what we do? We ask for it again. God, give me peace. I, I keep um, letters that church members have given me over the years. I keep the good ones. The bad ones, I get away, get rid of those. But I keep the good ones. And they're in a folder um, in my office, in my desk. And I keep them. And from time to time, when things are rough, I pick them out and I read them. That somebody has something good to say about me, you know. And I was going through those this week, and one of my favorite cards that I've ever received that will, I will tre treasure for the rest of my life was given to me by a member here, Stockbridge First. Some of you remember uh, Maybell. Maybell, for those of you who don't know, was a long, the matriarch, I guess we could say, of our church. Is that a good way to put that? She was a wonderful, wonderful lady who was constantly writing me notes and giving me things and just to remind me that she loved me. And she would tell me that often. When we were going through a difficult time here in our congregation, our church, a few number of years ago, and she knew that my peace wasn't so good at the time. She gave me a card, and I, and I, I should have brought it to show it to you. But in the card, when you open the card, there's a little bitty piece of I don't know, a little clear plastic piece of whatever stuck in the card, in the front of the card. And inside of it is a mustard seed. Just one little mustard seed. Now, if you've ever seen a mustard seed, you have to double take it because it's very, very small. And beside it is written the words, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. Sometimes, when we're, when life is happening around us, when the troubles seem to be hitting us from every side, when we don't know the way or the answer or what tomorrow's going to bring or what the future, because it's so uncertain, that card reminds me that all it takes is a little bit of faith to change everything, every circumstance, every situation. And when God doesn't intervene and change the circumstance, guess what? That little bit of faith can be used to change you. Because isn't that what God does? 
God always is at work in every situation and every time he is always there and he ever, either intervenes and changes our situation, our problem or our circumstance or bless God, he sometimes does something that's even far greater than that and that is, is that he changes me. That's the change that lasts the longest, you know. When God takes my heart and he feels like he pulls it out of your chest. You ever felt this before? And it's as if he's sitting there and he's molding it like clay. And he is readying it and he is preparing it and he is forming it to do something far greater than you could have ever done on your own. God is our refuge and our strength today i want that to be your song as you leave here and as you enter back into the world and as you go back into dealing with whatever it is that you're dealing with i want the song of your heart to be that god is my refuge and god is my strength he is ever present you know what that means that means he's always there that he never leaves us or forsakes us. He is always in the middle of our moment, no matter how dark or how gloomy it may seem, he is always there. God is on your side. God is by your side. And God, if you will ask him, will give you peace on the inside. Let us pray. Almighty God, As we come to the close of this service, God, I, I know that um, all across this room right now, that there are a number of people, families, who are dealing with some very difficult, hard life situations. God, many of them look into tomorrow and the days and weeks to come, and it almost seems hopeless. Because everywhere they look around them is just desert, just dry ground. Nothing's growing, nothing's changing, there's no water. doesn't seem like there's any hope. But God, I'm reminded that you make a way in the wasteland. Lord, that you're a God who creates out of nothing. That God, you are a God who opens doors in which there wasn't even a door before. So, God, I ask today, Lord, as we sing this closing hymn, that, Lord, that you would touch hearts. Lord, that you would uh, give strength. God, that in our worship that we would see you as our refuge. God, we cry out to you today and we ask you, oh God, to be with us, to watch over us, and to guide us and direct us. We ask it today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.